Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. It's designed to get us into God's Word for, oh, maybe about 12 minutes each day. And in our busy schedules, many times we feel like, I don't have time to get into the, into the Bible. I don't have time to read it. I don't have time to study it. Well, at least through this particular means, this this uh, short study, about 12 minutes each day, we can get into God's Word, and that'll help us have a better focus on the day. It'll help us have a more spiritual focus on our lives and on our, and on our relationship with God. Now, we encourage you. You know people who need to get their minds straight, who need to start to focus on their souls, on their spiritual well-being, or lack thereof, and on their relationship with God. Share these short studies with them. By doing so, you may help them get on the right track that ultimately will lead them to eternal life with God in heaven. So share these. You can do that through Facebook friends. You can do that through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. And do share these with your family members, your work associates, your friends, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. Help somebody, help somebody get a better focus on their day, on their life, and ultimately, prayerfully, help them get to heaven. Share. We're talking about being thankful. We're in a time when a lot of people might think, it's hard to be thankful. Now, I could say that about just in just about any day, in just about any week of any month of any year, because life can be challenging. Living in this physical world and this earth, all kinds of things happen. And we have our ups, we have our downs. And it's not just on a personal level, but it's on a societal level, a cultural level, a national level, and also on a world level. Things happen. Times change. And we continually have challenges that come our way. But that's nothing unique to our day and age. It has happened throughout the history of mankind, basically. And until the Lord comes again, I suspect it will continue to happen. So we need to have the proper, the, the proper mindset. We need to recognize that even in the toughest of times, we truly have a great deal for which to be thankful. We do. We are so blessed that we ought to have a constant attitude of thankfulness to God for all the good that he has blessed us with. And remember, as we keep pointing out, James said that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, from God himself. And so the Apostle Paul said, in everything, in everything, give thanks. Not just when everything seems peachy keen and rosy, not just when the sky is blue and the temperatures are warm and comfortable, but in everything, give thanks. Because in every situation, we still have things to be thankful for. We still have blessings to focus upon and realize that God is there and he's still watching over us as long as we will walk, walk with him in faithfulness and obedience. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, For who makes you differ from another? 
And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Well, you see, we don't even think a lot of times about all the ways that God blesses us and all the things that he gives us, all of the good that is in our lives. A lot of times we get bogged down by just focusing primarily upon the what we would consider to be bad things or negative things. You know, how many hours have you spent worrying in your life? Now, let me ask you the follow-up question. How much good did that do for you by worrying all of those times and for so long a period? The worry did not help, did it? In fact, I would suggest to you the worry just made things worse. But if we could focus upon the good things, and we have good things, we have more good things in our lives than we have negative things in our lives. If we would make that list again, write down all of the good things, the things for which you can and should be thankful, well, that list would far outweigh the list of all of the things that you think are bad things, negative things, far outweigh them. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, 1 Timothy chapter 4, and verses 3 through 5, let's read what the Apostle Paul wrote here. Forbidding to marry, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 through 5, Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Now think about that. We need to recognize that if we have food to eat, it may not be all the kinds of food that we would particularly prefer on that particular occasion, but if we have food to eat, you might say, you know, I haven't had a steak and I can't tell you when. Have you got some beans to eat maybe? Maybe some rice? Maybe you've got a piece of bread to go along with the beans? That's food. It's sustaining. It's nourishing. It's nutritious. You can be thankful for that, and you should be thankful for that. Some people don't have that much. God has created foods to be received with thanksgiving. And we need to stop and thank God for those foods which he has blessed us with. And every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. God did not put on this earth all of the plants, all of the herbs, all of the grains, and all of the animals that are good for food. He did not put them here by accident. He put them here with a purpose. And notice that, that Paul goes on and he says in verse 5, for it, that is our food, is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. The word sanctified means set apart, technically. And so, we need to recognize that God has blessed us with these things to eat. You can go back to Genesis chapter 2 and start to read about that. 
And also, you can think about how we need to be thankful for all that God has blessed us with. So God blesses us, and we need to stop and thank God for those blessings. We need to thank him for those blessings. Remember what Paul wrote again in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 18, in everything, give thanks. I try, and I don't, I don't miss this very often. Sometimes I become lackadaisical and, and I let it slip by, and then I remember usually, and I'll try to make up for it then, as I, as I remember that I forgot to give God thanks for the food that I just ate. But I try to do that before I begin to eat that food. You see, what did Paul say there? It is sanctified by the word of God and prayer and prayer. I need to be thankful for the blessings that God bestows upon me. And food is one of the most basic, isn't it? We all need food to eat to sustain our physical well-being. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and let's look here at verses 10 and 11. Here the Apostle Paul wrote, It is written, He has, that is God has, dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Now we have to work for a living. That's by God's instruction and decree. But God blesses our work as we work for a living. And so he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Think about the principle of the seed that God has bestowed, created, put upon this earth the seed through which plants grow that we can eat. It produces food for us to be nourished by on an ongoing basis. But you know, the seed does not just produce enough food for us to eat and then that's it. It produces enough seed for, uh, enough food for us to eat, but also enough to provide seeds for the next harvest or the next crop and then some also to take care of us in a financial way. God is so good, he's all-knowing, and he has blessed us with that kind of blessing that it's not just enough to feed us initially and then it's gone, but also to provide enough to plant the next year's crop and also to provide some income for us so that we can have all of the other things that we need to sustain our lives and our safety, and our well-being. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 100, Psalm 100. We turn over there, and we want to read verses 1 through 5. Psalm 100, and verses 1 through 5. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting 
and his truth endures to all generations. I want us to come back next time and look at that particular psalm a little bit more carefully and in a little more depth. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for all your blessings, and we don't even recognize all of them, Father. Please forgive us for that, but help us to be as aware as we can be and to strive to be properly thankful for you or to you on an ongoing basis. And please, Father, bless us always in every way because we need your blessings literally every second of every day. But most of all, bless us spiritually. Those are the most important blessings, and we thank you for those most of all. Please, Father, we pray at this time. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.